Today I'm chatting with Kamaru Usman. Kamaru is the six-time champion at UFC. You got the belt plus defended it five times, yeah? Six-time champion. Says he easily got six more in him. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about all that. <laughs> so, um, we had, Kamaru and I had some friends or acquaintances in uh, common that trained with Henry Hoof back in the day down in uh, South Florida at Sanford Gym, before it was a Sanford Gym. Um, you did some, some really gangster shit. I, some of my fans or clients know that I've been to Nigeria, the country that you were born in, and uh, Nigeria is a tough place. It can surely be a tough place, and a lot, a lot of people come out of there, they're doing, you know, they've had the, the success and triumphs that you've had in your life, and I'm, I'm sure a lot of people are very proud of you there, and I'm sure you're very proud of, you know, the, the results and achievements that you've created, man. And um, I, I think it's, uh, it's exceptional, the, the, the work ethic that has to go from, you know, you moved here when you were eight, I believe. So to, it's, a different, it's a different universe. So before you're a six-time champion, what were some of the adjustments you had to make when you, you first come to the U.S. and you're, you're getting the hang of things or the feel for things here? There has to be some, some tough times or some tough adjustments to make uh, on your way up before you have the success that you've had. Yeah. Um, when you, you, know, when you uh, migrate and you immigrate to a place like this, it's, uh, it's different because it's a different way of living. It's a different way of life. Things are, are ran differently. But I was a child, so you're only able to comprehend kind of what, what your your situation, your current situation. So as a child, I, I would say it was easier to adapt. When you're a full-grown adult and you're used to doing something a particular way for an extended period of time, it's a lot more difficult to completely unlearn everything. So as an eight-year-old child starting still molding myself, um, I like to think it was difficult, but I was only a child. I'm pretty sure it wasn't that difficult. The school system was a bit challenging because of the language. Yeah, of course we spoke English, but it's it's English English. It's a British not English. yeah, so not as opposed, not as as it's a bit different than American English. So you know, dealing with your peers, the kids, and 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 the little slangs and things like that, you know, was it was a, little, a bit challenging at first. But like I said, as as a child, you're just you just pick your sponge, you're soaking everything up. So you pick it up and. You know, before you know it, we were we were simulated. Gotcha, man. When I was seven, I had uh, my father went to prison when I was a kid. He was locked up from the time I was seven. So, you know, maybe I interpreted that way. I'm like, oh, he has some. I was thinking in my head, I'm like, tomorrow has some dramatic changes at that time in his life too. But you know, the way you said it, I'm like, you know what? That makes a lot of sense. You you come to a different spot. You're like, all right, this that's a little different. Yeah. British English here, American English. Make those kind of adjustments. You know, when I was going to school, I was fighting with the kids, and you know, when your dad's in the newspaper, people talking shit to you when you're a kid and giving, trying to bully you and stuff. So uh, I had a, you know, one of those type of childhoods. It wasn't a lot of fun at the time. Helped yeah. me out a lot later. As an yeah. adult, it was good. It's challenging. You go through things like that, and, and it's challenging at the time because you're living it. You know, as a, that's what you can comprehend at that time. But without those experiences, and you know you might not necessarily be the man that you are now. You might not necessarily be as strong as you are or, or as, as wise as you are. So I like to think that, you know, you go through different seasons of your, your life and certain experiences help mold you into who you are, whether they're rough or whether they're not rough, whether they're easy or whether they're tough.
So it's just relative. I, I didn't enjoy some of those things at the time, of but, but I, I agree 100% with what you said that I wouldn't have been able to do some of the things that I did as an adult. I wouldn't have uh, accomplished some of the things that I did as an adult had I not had you know, a more difficult childhood. Like things that are stressful to other people aren't really stressful to me, yeah. you know? And I'm sure you feel that way in, in your own way that something that somebody else would think is physically difficult to do or psychologically difficult to do, you know, you do that five days a week or something. So um, you, have a, you learn to respond to things a bit differently or have a deeper capacity to get shit done. You know, I chatted with uh, a lot of people, a lot of Hall of Famers. Uh, Randy Couture sat here with me, and Chuck Liddell, and Tito, and Forrest, and a lot of a lot of the OG early guys in fighting, and you know some of the current people. And um, some common themes that we've talked about. If I, I've asked them about the the work ethic or the you know the amount of effort they put into their their training, and you know the the, the there's a the physical toughness. I think some people don't understand from the the art in your profession. There's like the physical tough things you gotta do, you gotta be, you know, strong and durable and but you know, a lot of that is psychological toughness is probably even harder to make yourself go, you know, train, 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 train. So I mean a lot of guys have told me they train like six days a week, sometimes they say for training camps like seven days a week, thirteen sessions a week. What what's your training regime like? I mean that's a good point. It, it's it's a lot of it's a lot of work. Now that I, I can actually think back at the journey that I've had to go through to get here it's uh it's 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 different not a lot of people think or basically not a lot of people process things the way some some of us do and for me it was when I first made the the change to go into mixed martial arts it was I was behind I always had that sense of I'm behind I need to catch up so whatever I was going to, whatever I could do to close the ground or, or close that gap between myself and, and, and the top in the sport, I was going to do. So sometimes I was training eight days a week, seven days a week. Eight days. <laughs> eight days. I added an extra one there. <laughs> it sure felt like it. So seven days a week I'm, I'm training. Even Sunday where it should be a rest day. I somehow find a way to turn that rest day into a workout to where it all helps me close that gap. And so now looking back at it, I was, I was like, man, I was, a, it was kind of like a madman the way I was training. I was going twice a day, every day, and then Sunday, where it should be a rest day, I was still getting the workout in. So I was doing everything possible to potentially get myself to where I wanted to be as fast as possible. Is that for possible. training camp or is that just your regular schedule? This is you just regular kidding. schedule. Wow. This is regular schedule and then, see, the thing with me is I've always, I felt like I've always been in a full-on training camp. I always felt like that. And the only difference between when I actually got into a training camp for a fight is when you have a fight, you have an opponent. So when I have an opponent, now it's time for me to just do the research and, and start to hone in on what is going to be successful against this opponent potentially where that opponent is very good so know where to avoid or or where I can you know utilize my skills and, and definitely try to make this an easier fight than it should be and so that's the only difference but I'm still in practice I'm still training every every day to where if I wasn't in my camp and I think this is probably one of the biggest things that closed the gap for me is if I wasn't in my training camp I wasn't I was in a teammates training camp mm. so if, I, if it wasn't me getting prepared for a fight, I was doing the training, my, the training camp with the teammate. 
So I was doing everything with them, whether it was Michael Johnson, whether it was Rashad Evans, or whether it was Anthony Johnson, George Santiago, Jay-Z, just all these different names, all these guys that were at the top of the sport at the time. So I was able to have a front row seat and just soak up all that knowledge. And I think that's definitely what excelled me to do the sport. My, my friend Jake Shields has been training with me for many months now, and he'll come fly and spend a few days with me every month. And I have a few f fellows that transition through there. So Pauli Malinaji helps me with boxing, and Jake comes over, helps me with MMA or a lot of jiu-jitsu. And then I have guest appearances of various, you know, Tito or Frank Mears coming over next. Um, but when, you know, Jake told me a very similar thing that he said when, when he was, you know, young and coming up that um, he's he was with the Diaz brothers, Nick and Nate Diaz. He's with Gilbert Melendez, who was an eight-time champion at Strikeforce before it got, you know, brought into UFC. And uh, he said that the four of them, him and Gilbert Melendez and uh, uh, the, Neat, the Nate and Nick Diaz, yes. that if he wasn't in his own camp, that he was training with those guys. And they were, you know, all four of them were really top performers in their era, you know. And he said that that really kept him sharp, that uh, very similar to what you said. It's just like felt like he was always in fight camp, always yes. in fight camp. If it wasn't for his fight, then he was for one of his boys. But it was, uh, you know, it was constant work, work, work. Yeah, and you don't realize it, but that's... Those are some of the things that keep you the sharpest because if you're not doing your own work, preparing for your own opponent, now you're helping this guy prepare for their opponent. So you're trying as best as you can to mimic what that opponent's gonna be. So you give your, you know, your training partner, you give them that good, you know, look, that similarity that they're gonna face. So when you're doing that, you don't, you don't really realize what you're doing. But when you're doing it, you're you're learning a different style. You're doing something different, and that could be working against your training partner. And so you you're just in turn you're learning something new that that you normally wouldn't do had you not been in a training camp with your partner who's preparing for a fight. How many years have you been living this way? I've been like this for a little while. <laughs> uh, been like that for a while. I I would like to say. Um, there was a there was a moment in my my wrestling career previously that it clicked for me as to if I wanted to be the best at what I was doing that certain things were gonna have to change and once that moment clicked for me it was just like plug and play it was the same recipe you know I'm a math guy so you know A plus B equals C for me so I have you know this task at hand here's the formula to get it done and we do the work and we get it done. 